I'd like to welcome everybody back to Tuesday night. My good friends Kevin and Darren McClinton on hey. Hot Box. How's it going, fellas? Got some things to get off my chest tonight. Gotta to talk about some things. I'm Ken Marangolo. He is Wale. This is a DC sports show. We talk about more than just that. We just just watch kind of an epic, kind of an epic NBA postseason. Even though there's just something anticlimactic about a, t- a team winning four to one, your boy. We, just to like jump in, there's just so many ways to cut this up. Um, LeBron and Kyrie are awesome, and it still wasn't even close to being good enough. Yeah, that that dynamic duo of of the Boogie Monster and King James, it they are definitely dynamic. They put up a lot of points, stats, stuff in the stat sheets. It's just the supporting cast, you know. It, uh, Golden State has such a complete team. There, they've got to be one of the best offensive teams, if not the best offensive teams to ever play in this league. Um, they hurt you so many ways. They, Steve Kerr uh, put implements that style where they just spread the court, and it, it, it's it's too ta- hard to defend. Kevin Durant is is basically unguardable. You know, he's 6'11", he has a high release on his shot, he he has the handles of a guard, um, you know, they do that elbow iso and, and it's not much you can do. Even LeBron had headaches, nightmares trying to trying to guard that guy, man. He was on a, he was on another level, he was on a mission, trying to bring that ring home. Uh, you know, I ain't mad at him. I was, you know, when he came over to the Golden State Warriors, but, I, you know, I'm not mad at him. You know, he cost me a bunch of lemon pepper wings, but I'm not mad at him, though. What Golden State did was they simplified their game. Um, Last year, they did so many different things offensively. They ran a lot of sets. They did a lot of action, a lot of motion, things like that, and got wide-open shots. And when you have two of the best shooters in the the world on your team... Three of the best shooters. Well, I'm talking about last year. Okay. Um, You know, it 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 was easy for them. But then what Cleveland did last year to him is that we got really physical with them. They forced uh, Steph to make plays. Now Steph wasn't wasn't uh, 100%, entirely healthy, right? But they forced them to kind of go to some second and third options, and Golden State wasn't able to do that this year. Golden State when they had, when they had to, they just threw the ball to thirty five and let them go to work, and that's exactly what happened. When they needed a bucket, they were looking for KD, and they just played off KD. And when you have a guy that, that that is that good, shoots the ball well, can handle the ball, um, can create his own shot at that size, it's very difficult to defend that. And then you have Steph on one side, you got Clay on the other. Uh, it's difficult to defend that. And that's eventually that that's what happened. Uh, Cleveland had a day. I mean, they played great, especially game uh, four and five. Um, actually, three two, but it just it just wasn't enough, man. It just wasn't enough, and. LeBron gave it everything he had. LeBron had a tremendous series. I think he averaged a triple-double. Uh, he just didn't have enough help. Uh, JR showed up last night. but uh, He showed Kyrie- up in a – he, like, jumped off the TV <laughs> to me. JR Smith did. Yeah. I mean, as good as Kyrie and LeBron are, you're watching basically three three or four guys, depending on when when and if you want to include Clay, uh, dominate on one side, and you're watching um, LeBron and Kyrie – I mean, Jr. showed up. I mean, he'll he's going to be able to tell that story forever. And and I can only imagine. I I I, I can only imagine how 
much pride he must have knowing that for the rest of his life, whenever he's in the room with LeBron, he and LeBron looks at him. LeBron knows when I pass him the ball in the in the finals, and I needed points, he got them for me. I mean, that, well, the that's thing awesome. about well, the thing about it is LeBron's also going to ask him in Game One when you didn't score a bucket. Jr. You know what I'm saying? Jr. So, Smith is a is a kind of a moody player, and he, to, I'd like to see what his pregame warm up is like and what his what he does the day of a game because sometimes he's you know he's lights out and then sometimes you just can't find him. He was lights well, out. I, mean, and it I don't. Still have, wasn't I don't enough. have time for that. We don't have time for that, man. You got to be consistent. <laughs> you got to come every single night and play in the finals. We don't have time to be waiting and seeing what your mood is. You got to bring it, man. You can't go to game one and get no points. But like like I said, you can't do that, man. I I think it's it's very difficult to play. Alongside LeBron James, if you're the kind of player that needs the ball in your hands, you know it's he he dominates the ball. He a lot of the action, almost all the action, is going through him. He's initiating everything, and you know he drives, you know draws the defense, and you have to be ready. You know he's gonna kick it to you. You know, a la when when Jordan used to kick it to Paxton and Kerr. They've been playing with this man. For years now, man. I understand, oh, yeah. but that butter, that butter popcorn time. You know, we I talk about that, that all the time. I and, you know, that. Yeah, but Richard Jefferson was in that game. He, uh, he was a major factor uh, in, in as far as the the Cavaliers lineup was concerned. He was. He, he's he's a he's a he's a vet. He's but been when in have, those. But when he's your seventh man at this stage in his career, that's a problem. Well, because you I'm know you're going AAU away, style, right? I'm not taking anything away from Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson, you know, for where he is in his career. I thought he had a good series. I thought he did, but he did. He keeps your, himself in shape. But he when did. he's your seventh man, he he gave them quality minutes, right? You know, he slashed. You know, he 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 chased. Uh, you know, he chased Durant over screens. Let LeBron rest a little bit. He, you know, he was active. Yeah, he was. He gave them what he they was. he gave I them what they need needed. To, that's that's to upgrade, man. Let we me ask you guys this: How many year vet is he? He gave he gave him what they needed. He looked like he's still you know, 21 years old. I, I, I know. Richard I know. Jefferson? No hair on his face or nothing, Keeping man. his body in shape. He did not look like he was 21 years old. Come on, Richard man. Richard Jefferson does not look like he's aged a bit. When I've been watching him, him since I was 21 no, years old. I know old. that, but what I'm saying is look at him from the time he came into the league until right now. He looks the same. Hey, you can fool some people. You shave the grades. Right. He, he he's, such, he's just generally so sound. Izzo, right? He's uh, solid. The, the thing he that, was very athletic. There was one play, was though. Jersey. There was one play where him and uh, it, it maybe it was Darren Williams. I think it was him and Darren Williams. There was a play that went underneath. It was a terrible replay for for Jefferson because he sat there, watched a ball. You know, he basically was taking pictures for like two seconds. I think yeah. right next to a guy on the same team. That didn't look good. Tired, but bro. in general, yeah, I would he say. Let tired. me ask you guys this: We just watched a really, really good NBA team in Cleveland, a, a, a champion level team, um, fall pretty short at the end of the day, against the Golden State Warriors. And checking out, like, the landscape of the NBA. I mean, they're already, I think they're favorites to win next season. Oh, two, next two, three seasons. Who's, who, who, can, who can beat them as constructed first? For, before, we, before we make any moves, who can beat the Golden State Warriors as constructed? Nobody. Is there a team? Nobody. Okay. All right. Nobody. Nobody. No, not even a chance. Like, Kawhi, no San Antonio, and Popovich together, no chance. No. I think San Antonio has the best chance. I told but I, I just think, think they're just they, with I, a move. I think they're a little they're a little long Besides in the, the tooth. Wizards. They're a little long in the tooth. 
The way they're constructed right now, they're now they do have some youth. They have some guys coming off the bench that are pretty good players. But I think that they're a little long in the tooth. And unless they get something out of LaMarcus Aldridge, I mean, that's that's the that's the elephant in the room. He's got to do something. He did nothing for them in that series, especially when Kawhi went out. They got nothing from him. And, then, you know, he came over from Portland. I need to see that big contract, LaMarcus, that, uh, we, saw, that we saw in Portland. Right. I mean, you came over, over you stepped up, series. you jumped up to, to San Antonio, and you haven't done anything since you've been there. You had a chance to play with Duncan a year. And all of a sudden now – Duncan's not there, and we still we can't get anything out of you. They're gonna be they're gonna be an attractive landing option for one of the. You know, the there's gonna be one guy out there that everyone is gonna be. It's a move that a lot of teams are gonna want to make. Maybe it's Paul George. Maybe it's whoever it is. Um, but but, but San Antonio's Paul. got a spot for somebody. Chris, Chris, Chris Paul. Chris Paul's CP3. the guy. He's going to, they, to if, San Antonio. If San Antonio, there there there's interest there. They've been talking. Um, Was Pop Team USA? Mm-hmm. Yes. For a while, so they he they, he knows Chris Paul There's there, the right? Chris Paul. There, yes. Um, I believe if Chris Paul lands in um, in San Antonio, that can shake some things up in the West. Um, it's just going to prolong the inevitable, man. Go to State will beat him in five or six games. Kawhi is that? And I'm not even saying a budding you know star anymore. He's 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 arrived. He's he's the guy, you know, and he's uh, you know, arguably the second best player in the world. That's true. You know, a lot of it depends on who you talk to. Some people say KD, some people say uh, Kawhi. So they have that, and he's a two-way player, and that's that's so important. You need somebody to put their hands on Kevin Durant. Plus, if Popovich says you're the man, then that's all that matters to me. Well, here's the exactly. thing. Here, the, the thing about this whole landscape, this NBA landscape, you is add the fact Chris that, Paul to that mix now, right? But now it's who's joining who. This okay, is that's the fun NBA, game. This is a, this is right. what makes the NBA free agency so much fun right. for even like the casual NBA fan because there is like just it is like a reality show. These guys are courting each other. Yes. Um. They're, they're, and and let's talk about the main guys. I mean, you're talking about where's Paul George going to go? Um. Is Blake Griffin going to leave? Uh, you know, L. A. Uh. I mean, who 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 are the Wizards going to get? Um, All right. It came out. It came out late in the um. Uh, in the in the playoffs, Draymond Green said he was the first one to call Kevin Durant last year. And you see, know, that's what that's what it's come to now. That's what it, everybody's yeah. getting. They texting, everybody's getting on the phone, calling their boy, come play with us. Let's beat Golden State. Man, Whatever the case may be. It didn't used to now, be like it that. It didn't used to be like that. It used to be a competitive balance. Now there is no balance. It's two teams, two or three teams that are vying for a championship. But there's now. teams that are trying. There's teams that aren't trying. But there's teams that are trying. Like, I would put the Wizards in a category, and the Celtics for that matter, of teams that, um, like, ha- like ha- really have something. They're not there. You're not, you're, they're not on the same level as Golden State. But it, there's no way you can convince me that, that, that the Wizards can't compete Wizards with anyone Wizards would have to make a big move. Well, now, they have two who, great who? players in the backcourt, but they'd have to make a big move in order to get up there with the big boys. Does, they have to. What a, here's, a weird, here's a crazy one for you. I don't know if you. they have it. So first of all, what are your thoughts on Blake? Because he's going to be a topic of conversation in general. Um, I like it. And See, put, I'm not put a together, big Blake fan. I man. am. I like it. I'm not a big Blake Griffin in Washington. Fan. I love it. Is that realistic though? I got. I think there's. You know. Well, you you have large salaries. You've got people that are due a bunch of money, if not the this coming year or in a couple of years from now. So you have to you have to weigh and play that game, but. Uh, if you had the opportunity to bring a Blake Griffin into into Washington, 
I say you got to do it. He's he's dynamic. He's athletic. He's exciting. He's scores. A big, yeah, he's a big draw, and he puts up numbers. He puts up numbers. He a lot of people say that he doesn't play the type of defense that you want from your uh, from a front court player, but do they beat Cleveland with that with Blake Griffin? No. Mm. But so no, wait, but no, Kevin, they so, don't. But well, Kevin. that that, that, no, that won't be the only move made, though. That won't be the only move made. You, I, many people say, you know, marching. My good, my good buddy, marching Gortat is on his way out. You know, he he has a few destinations that people are talking about. But you know, okay, then do you bring in another? Because Mahimi, he's he's Mahimi's not going to get but it done. Ken, I know that's your guy. No, your, no, it's not my guy. He is a seventeen million dollar. A year guy. Okay, but I mean, okay, you do that, but That's you, bring, dead you, you taking, bring Blake in. What other move can you make? What you other ha, move you can ha, you make? You have to do something. If you keep the center position, Otto the same, Porter, Otto Porter got to make. His Otto bread. Porter has to make his bread. He, he probably John will Wall's not be out to make his bread. He just got. He just made an all all league team. He's gonna get a super max contract. You got to yeah. give him his bread. He's going to so get. Bradley Beal is maxed out. You got to get. I mean, what? You bring you bring Blake Griffin in. What what else are you gonna do? You Marquise Morris had a solid year. You still aren't gonna beat Cleveland. See now, I I I mean, I'm, if Beal and Wall are playing at a championship level, and you add a scorer down, I mean, if he's yeah. if, if if you can if you can put if you can score from outside, if you have two, the Wizards I mean, are damn good right now without. Uh, uh, an inside presence. But what are we looking at now? Are we looking at being damn good or are we looking at trying to challenge for a chip? That's not working. Well, wait, not Kevin, think about, what, think about what stopped us. What stopped us in the playoffs was um, the pick and roll with Gortat mm-hmm. was gone, eliminated. They took completely took it away, uh, which we were able to, to somewhat overcome. But, but that, to me, that was a difference in the series. Our bread and butter all season long what got us there was easily taken away from us. Right. And what, Wall stopped is the, a, what stopped the Wizards in the playoffs was they could not defend and they couldn't win on the road. That's Wall, what hurt them. The Wall is an up-and-down type point guard. He is a transition guy, you right. know, end-to-end, one, right. one of the best to do it, right. you know, at that pace. And, and, and Blake, Griffin, Blake Griffin fits right into that. Athlete, runs the floor, exciting. Hey. But what you going to do when you got to go on that other end? What you gonna do when you gotta go on that other end? What were we doing? It's great. It's great when you can run up and down the court and get dunks and do all this, that, and the other, but you eventually gotta get on that other end. And that's where they struggle. They struggled all year. They struggled in the playoffs, and that's why they got beat. So by do you Boston. bring in a defensive goon? What do you do? Drummond? What do you, who do you want to bring in? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Blake Griffin's the answer. I like I like I like what looks good and on paper, but I don't see that being a, a huge uh, difference. It's not going to change the landscape of the Eastern Conference. They still going to lose to Cleveland, and you know that. And, and you know they'll be not they'll saying. be underdogs to Cleveland. I will at least give you that. Cleveland, there's not there's not too many defensive hawks out there. There's no, you know, not too many of those those guys exist. Those throwback Kawhi Leonard type. What's the difference in Paul George and Blake Griffin on a team like the Wizards? Now you get Paul George. Now we talking. Why are we talking now? You get Paul George. Now we talking. You love Paul George because the way the game is, the way the game is, he loves Paul George because because you can do more things with Paul George than you can do with Blake Griffin. (laughs) You can do more things. You can play Paul George at a at a four. You can put him as a stretch four, which is what he did with Indiana this year. You can put him at the three. You have Wall, you have Beal, and you have Paul George. Now you're talking. I don't know if that's enough to beat Cleveland, but it's a lot better than you got than than Blake Griffin and Otto. And Otto, you have Otto coming off the bench. Now you're talking. 
But you, Blake Griffin, we not we uh, we don't have to, we, no we we don't know. The game is we, Otto we don't, Porter we don't is, need that. Otto Porter's do a lot of money, man. He's not coming off anybody's bench. He's do a lot of money. What do you mean he's not coming off anybody's bench? He's not he's coming not, off. He's, he's starting. not coming. He's starting. He's, he's not coming off Washington's bench. If Paul if they, George comes to Washington, you damn, but he is going to get sit off. He's going to come off the bench. No, he'd be the three, uh, and they, Georgia play four, and they both Bahimi or Jason. Nah, absolutely no. I can't. I can't. I, I need I, Porter brings makes my bench better. He makes my bench. I don't think. See, everybody's giving him all this bread. Everybody's saying he deserves this. I know Porter didn't prove enough to be be. You know, asking and, and for all this money. Are you he serious? Did. That's the way it goes. I don't goes. think so. I don't think so. He has. I mean, he had a decent. He had a good year this year. But it's not enough to be sitting around. We oh, we got to break the bank for Otto Porter. I don't believe that. But every year, guys like him. I'm sorry, guys worse than him get paid. He had a couple games. Where was he? There That's was a couple true. games you didn't know where he was. He you said. I don't. We night. don't. We don't. We need you to be a little bit more consistent, son. We need you to be a little bit more consistent. If you want twenty million dollars, that's my. Well, someone's going to give it to him. He's going to get it. That's what I'm saying. Somewhere else. Let him go somewhere else. Then he can go somewhere else. So Bring you don't. You're not George. maxing him out. No. Okay. He's not a max player. Paul George is a max player. Bring me Paul George. I. I. I is that there's mystique. For some reason, I, I feel the mystique around Paul George. I feel it. And I think he also. I think if you guys were watching, I know I've said this before. Uh, if you're watching the games, uh, there was a, about a four or five day span where the uh, Pacers and Wizards played each other twice. Right. And in that span, if you watch both games, which I do, and this, this is the basement uh, Wizards watching area, <laughs> you, you saw a lot of interaction between Paul George, Bradley Beal, and John Wall. A lot. Like, even like, like if you were a hardcore fan, and even was a little uncomfortable thinking, like, hey, may, may, maybe they should uh, pl- play more basketball and stop chatting. I mean, they were like best boys right, hanging out. To me, uh, that stands out to me right now. And I know his, Paul George, like, players love him, right? I mean, I, he's, is he that guy? He seems to me to be that guy that, that every player just loves and would love to play with. Yeah, when I he went down he in the Olympic. probably uh, the third best small forward, no, fourth best small forward in the league behind LeBron, KD, and Kawhi. I will put him fourth. If you can add a talent like that on your roster, you got to go get him. You gotta go get him. Yeah, and his and his personality, like you were saying, Ken. He, you know, when he went down in the um, Olympic trials when he broke his leg, it was a, it was an ugly injury. But those guys were really, really, you know, heartbroken for him. Yeah. You know, that was the, that was yeah. he was their boy. You know, and and to see that happen, and then you know they they televised and 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 um, talked about his recovery and his rehab and how hard he was working. They even had a couple commercials, you know, to come back and this, that, and the other. And everybody was pulling for him. And uh, like you said, man, they, you know, he's he's buddies with a lot of guys. He's got a camaraderie around the league, and people yeah. want to play with him. You know, so a, he's going to have his choice. A guy that you can get along with and a guy that you want to go to war with and a guy that has the talent to, to, to go out there and, and, and do what you need him to do. You know he's that's a, that's a he's good. He's a good player. I like to see him go somewhere where he has a chance to compete. So, I guess we talked about kind of the kind of guys that teams are looking for to even have a chance at, at going to Golden State. Um, from a Wizards perspective, we talk about Paul George or or Blake Griffin. He's the one guy that gives LeBron problems too. By the way. Paul George. Paul George wins his matchup almost every time they play. KD gave him some problems KD a couple times. A lot of people problems. 
Yeah, uh, KD's not jumping <laughs> ship again. So, <laughs> uh, let me. Ask, so this is really my question: How attractive a landing spot is the or, or is Washington right now for a guy like Paul George? Or I mean, heck, he, any of these guys? I just said heck. Well, there's an atmosphere here that you know a real, real home court advantage that the Wizards have have created. You know, you teams don't come in here and win. They don't. You know. I said during the playoffs, I was like, you're not going to win in Washington. Uh, if they can get, you know, a, a road game, you know, then then they look good in the series. If they can uh, knock off, what was it, Boston? If they can knock off Boston up, you know, up there, you know, they, they look good. IT because- for anything short of 53, and we, we're good. Let me ask you all this. And this is what – that's a good question, Ken. Is, is Washington a attractive spot? Yes, it is because of what they did in the playoffs. But my my thing is, KD didn't even give him an interview. You know what I mean? Like, there's something I don't yeah, know what it is. That's interesting. I, I, KD right didn't even give them. KD didn't even give him a chance to get a cup of coffee. With him. He he didn't even come here for an interview. They and did he's not from here. Yeah, but they so. But I think that was why. My understanding was they they did not want to come back here, and they, it would have been too. Like, the, there's been too much distraction from basketball But did you here. hear him after the game? I mean, he gave shout-outs to PG County. Oh, yeah. He Absolutely. gave shout-outs to, to C. C. Pleasant. Pleasant. He gave, I mean, he gave love to the D.C. area. Uh, yeah. But he did not even give them an interview. I, so, I heard that the family did not think that it could happen. It could, like, work. It would be that being this close in this situation – that it that it that the heat that it could uh, that he could function. I could understand that mm. if he was 19 years old. I'm with you. I don't understand that at 29 or 30 years old. He's a grown man. He's been in the league for how many years now? Ten. It seems like Kevin it. Kevin Durant's yeah. been in the league for 10 years. So yeah. you're telling me that by him coming home, which is exactly what LeBron did, that he could not find a way to make it work. I don't believe that. There's something else. That kept him from coming to D.C. And if I'm a free agent, a big free agent, I need to know what that is. Why did you not give your hometown an opportunity to at least interview you? That's my question. Yeah, that's a great question. So I don't, that's that's what I'm at. So to answer your question, is it a good area? Is it a good place to play? Is it is it attractive? Yeah. But the best player in this area for a long time did not even give him an interview. And now he's an it NBA hurts. champion all Stinks. the way on the West Coast. I'm just asking. Now, is it attractive? Is is D.C. attractive for somebody that's not from here? Absolutely. Yeah, but there's no distractions, off-court distractions. Right. There's, you know... No, there are some off. No, there are some off court uh, distractions in DC. There, there are plenty of them. You, you right. know, ask ask I mean, some you, of the stars know, that used to yeah, play here. But yeah. I'm saying, from for somebody that's not from here, you know, they don't they don't they won't have to deal with some of that. You know, my boys are you know right down the street and this that and the other. Everybody I grew up with and the and the whole Seat Pleasant PG County. Washington D.C. area, Maryland area, it, uh, you know, on my back. It's and, intense. Oh my goodness! Even I mean, down to, to down to, what do I do with my tickets? You know, you're right? The, these are these are things people are gonna hound you, hound you, hound you. Right. You know, and this, you know, this area is quick to, you know, you jump on your back and support you, and 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 it can get tough. It can get hectic. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's 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 an interesting dynamic. I think there's a lot of players that could come here and do well, uh, attractive players that the Wizards could use. But I'm just I just don't know, man. I don't know about that that KD not coming here or not even giving him an interview. That's something that that uh, that's interesting. There's also something to be said for Curry, Draymond, and Clay. I mean, there's a lot to be said for. You oh, know, absolutely. The, I mean, the obvious answer. Those guys. Yeah. <laughs> you got a chance to play in California and play for the best team in the league, and all you got to do is just add me to that mix and win a chip. Yeah, I mean, that's attractive. That's attractive, but, I mean, at least get him. I mean, a man can't get an interview. <laughs> you know what I mean? He don't, you don't give him well, an you, interview. You, you, you got to think, okay, 10 years in, how, how many more years do you think KD can play at this match? Well, he's, he's 6'11", so... You know, when his athleticism slows down, he'll still be able to score the ball, put the ball in the hole. So that, uh, but at this level, how many how many more years do you think he's got? Five, five more years. Five at this level. Okay, Four so he's got to be thinking: Do I want to be another one of those great scorers with no ring? Do I want to be one of those, you know, all-time greats without that hardware? You, you know what I mean? He had to be thinking that. So, you, you know, when when you when you're in year ten, year eleven, you're saying, okay, I'm a free agent. I ain't uh, mad at him. You know, I can pick and choose where I go. I ain't mad I, at what, him. What's the best place for me to get some hardware? Absolutely, I ain't you know, mad especially at him. with the nature of the game now. You you know, everybody's on the phone, like you said, and everybody's, you know, come he made come the right choice. He you made, know, they're courting made, you. Come play yeah. with me. You know, let's get this chip. Let's bring it back to the Bay, and, you know, it sounds enticing. So He made the right choice. He made the right choice. He did. He did it for his family. He gave himself an opportunity. And now he's he's the talk of the town. He's what the people talk don't, of, he's what people don't like, though, is that's the team that punished OKC. And then you you, you, remember, the, you remember the Larry Bird Magic commercial? Yeah, I remember. Where Magic drove up in the, with the white wall tires and you know came to French Lick, Indiana, yeah. and they played one on one on the on the outdoor court. That was that's battle. That's you know you yeah, got the thirty for thirty, like got the thirty for thirty on the night, yeah. but the uh, Celtics Lakers. But that is you know that's old school. That is you know I'm not going to join you. I'm going to beat you, and if I can't beat you, you know. This year we're gonna come back stronger and we're gonna beat you next year. I'm Otherwise, not Barkley and Jordan would have been anymore. teammates. Exactly. Yeah, that mentality's not there anymore, man. It's that 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 mentality's that's not there. what a lot of people it's were you know upset about. It doesn't matter. We all boys. We all text each other. Exactly. We all on Instagram. We all we vacation this, together in in, in off season. You we know, boys, man. Because you boys. know, people are still like when like trash talking like his like Bark the Barkleys of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably man. Don't talk to me. You had you had Scotty. Now, now think about it. Team USA, you know, in the Olympics, it used to be all right. We got we we battle all year long, and this is our time to get together. Uh, you know, dream team. And this is our time to get together and 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 uh, you know have some fun and win some games internationally. But now it's like, okay, let's see who's talking to who. Who seems yeah. like they're closer to who? Is it's almost like recruiting right now. It's. You know, it's crazy. But that's what's going to make free agency that much more ex- attractive and exciting because now we want to see where that next shoe is going to drop. Who's going where? You know, how is it going to fit? That's what it's about now. Man. So we have the draft coming up. Uh, draft comes up when? Next week, next I think. Next week. And then? 22nd. And then after that, it's on. And I think that'll probably be dominating. 
the conversation, you know, on this show. Hopefully, uh, we can line up a guest or two uh, that, that's scheduled to come what up. What are we going to do know, for the next couple of months, draft. man? We ain't got no basketball to talk about. We got to talk about something oh, else, We got man. plenty of things to talk about. We I, talk got, about I got a lot else, of man. stuff on my they chest to get off. even watch, man. We got to wait till football season. I got a lot of things to get it's off my chest. baseball and tennis and golf. <laughs> we can talk about McNamara tennis anytime. Really? Yeah, why not? All right, well, I got to do, <laughs> do my research, man, because I got I to gotta find out about that. There's plenty of stuff I can disagree with you on, so... Yeah, we're going to do something, man. I need them wings, though, man. It's two I years you. running. I, I need my wings. I got you, man. You owe a lot of people wings, man. You got to stop <laughs> making them best, man. Hey, I'm still you, riding. I don't know what he's talking about, man. I'm, I'm still riding with the boogie monster, man. He he lost me some wings, but. I learned how to play defense. Well, you ride with the boogie monster. I hope uh, everyone continues to ride with the hot box. I want to say a special thank you to Kevin and Darren McClinton. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. I'm Ken Marangolo, and we invite you to join us again next Tuesday night on The Hot, hot Box. Box. It's 95, night. De- 95 degrees tonight, too. It's hot. Yep. <laughs>